Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 33 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared. I am your host, Jim Viscardi, and with me today is not Megan Peters. She is normally here, but not here today, uh, so we're just left with Christian Hoffer. I am here, and I am very serious. <laughs> Christian, I think this is the first one that you and I have done. Yeah, no, we have, now, we have now completed... The full circuit of right. all possible combinations, with the exception of me doing a solo show. Right. Megan which, and I have done it. You and Megan have done it. And now you and I. Man, so here we so, are. So this is just going to be like 45 minutes of just me going ham on you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you're new to this show, welcome. We talk about all things Pokemon related. Pokemon toys, gear, stuff. Uh, games, both the video, mobile, and, well, not both, all video, mobile, and trading card variety. Uh, if they put out another version of a Pokemon board game, we'll talk about that too, because that's oh. just the kind of people we are. We talk about the anime, we talk about the manga. Look, if it's got Pokemon in its name, title, or anywhere on the packaging, it's going to be addressed on this show. It's broken up into two parts, three parts, not two parts. You would think 33 weeks in, I would have gotten this down by now. Three parts. We have literally never changed the format of the show. (laughs) It's been the same since episode one. The first part is a new, we just hit the news really, really quick. Bam, bam, bam. Uh, And then we jump into a deeper dive. And for the last couple of weeks, we've been going through Sword and Shield. We will continue that today. We'll get to the fun part of the game. And at the very, very end, Christian gives us a Pokemon fact of the week to help make you a better, smarter Pokemon fan. I think that gets all the business out of the way. Okay. Other than like, you can find this show wherever podcasts are found. We show up every Thursday, you know. All yeah, yeah, but usually we do that at the end. I That's mean, you're true. just not having Megan with you is really throwing you off your really game. Really throwing me off my game. Sometimes we read reader uh, listener reviews. If you leave a five star review on iTunes and we read it on the air towards the end of the show, you get a free T shirt. <laughs> That's all the time we have today, guys. We just <laughs> just skipped s- over everything. I'm just switching business. the form. I'm flushing the format. We're just it's gonna it's no rules barred here. Um, Pokemon. Yeah, was a-, a category on Jeopardy. It was, which is which, is pretty cool. It was. The so, questions were easier than any Pokemon game I've ever played. Yeah, they they were kind <laughs> of a joke. I did like that the entire segment. So you know, not only did they have a straight up Pokemon category, 
mm-hmm. all of the other categories had Pokemon references as their titles. So they had yep. Pikachu, Choo, which I'm assuming was about trains, Geodude, which I'm guessing was about rocks. And there's a couple other ones too that Ooh, I couldn't remember. Geodude, show it up uh, on Jeopardy. God, I totally <laughs> forgot. See? Man. Woo. Yikes. Jeopardy no, is official. Uh, Geodude has officially gotten more mainstream attention than any of Christian's favorites. That's that's not true at all. It's true. I mean, for crying out loud, we just had a this, a fan went. Oh, we're supposed to mention this anyways. A fan went and sent us on Twitter this week. That's right. A picture of a Bulbasaur car, which which, is no, cool. which you know not only was colored as Bulbasaur and featured a Bulbasaur sticker and a Bulbasaur vanity plate, but the back seat was like stuffed full of Bulbasaur. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm a little uncomfortable that they Which found is very my car so quickly, but you know <laughs> putting that much stuff in your in uh, you know on top of the back seat in the rearview uh, mirror or window that's dangerous. I as appreciate you, it as long as you can see out the back. I mean, mm-hmm. you know that's the important thing. I mean they have back seat you know, cameras nowadays. I mean that's that's, that's the entire point of those. Right. You know. I'm anyway. Oh, yeah, Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah so Bulbasaur was, was not on. Bulbasaur was not on Jeopardy, so it doesn't matter. No one cares. I mean, it's that gotcha. All right, let's no, keep moving. No. Uh, <laughs> ah, I hate you so much. <laughs> so some of the questions on the the Pokemon thing were just basically like, you know, what is a trainer and <laughs> what is evolution? Like those are those are the what it were the answers like this. This happens when uh, a Pokemon grows up, or uh, or they, they had like a weird thing. Oh, I wish I had it on me. They had the Thanksgiving oh, parade, right? Was uh, it? They had an evolution question. They had a training question. What was like the, the four hundred question? I can't remember what. Hold it was. on, I, I am pulling it up. What What really grinds my gears is that they didn't get to the thousand dollar question. So, so we'll never they, know what it was. Yeah, we'll never know. You know, I want to know what their idea of a hard Pokemon okay. question is. 200 points. Pikachu, the most iconic Pokemon character, has shown up as a 50-foot balloon in this U.S. or annual U.S. parade. What is what is Thanksgiving Day Parade? Macy's Thanksgiving Macy's Day Parade. Macy's Thanksgiving You would have gone that wrong. No, I would have gotten it wrong. 400 points. In the franchise's 20th anniversary year in 2016, this in-the-real-world version was oh, released. Oh, yeah. Gotta catch them all. Well, yeah. What is Pokemon Go? Okay, well, I'm reading the question. You give the answer. Oh, is that what we're doing? Okay. 600 points. The process of a Pokemon turning into another is known as this. Like plants and animals adapting and changing over long periods. What is evolution? Hey, good job. 600 points for you. Uh, 800 points. Like a person who prepares horses for racing, it's someone who captures Pokemon and readies and directs them in battles. What is a trainer? Oh, <laughs> this question. Originally, I was like, oh, they're they're talking about Pokemon breeding. That's nope, nope. They meant trainer. They definitely <laughs> meant trainer. But, like preparing someone for horses and then like the thing is like readies and directs them in battles is someone doing horse battling like what i hope so oh my <laughs> god Have, did you see the video of the two moose fighting oh yeah it's like could you, I, I bet horse battles are like that too only mm. a little less intense because they don't have the giant antlers and also aren't moose anyway i i, I think things like this are always very cool yeah. Um, I like I like when they do this. It's just it's cool to get um, them into the 
it just, like it's a we know Pokemon is a huge mainstream thing, mm-hmm. and so you know to see it on a stage like this where my parents and grandparents are watching is pretty cool because then inevitably the conversation was the text I got uh, minutes later because I one I didn't even realize my mother watched Jeopardy and she was like <laughs> hey Pokemon was on Jeopardy did you watch it and I wanted to be like no I don't watch Jeopardy not that I have anything against people who watch Jeopardy because I know it's a, Jeopardy's got a die-hard fan base. You, you know, I, I totally... I am the, a Wheel of Fortune guy. Are, are uh, that's you really? the show that I, I love, Wheel of Fortune. Wow. That's, that's the show that's I watch. So, so when Pokemon shows up on Wheel of Fortune, I'll know. I'm sure I'm sure it has at some point over yeah. its like 50-year history. That's true. You know what I did, and I will admit, I'm a little proud of this. So, you know, people were texting me. They're like, yeah, did you know that Pokemon was on Jeopardy today? I was like, oh, yeah, no, I, I did know about that because the Pokemon company told me in advance because the Pokemon company tells me things. And wow. I'm like, Gosh, you, you're the worst. That's a like, humble brag if I ever heard one. I, I do do that with Pokemon <laughs> stuff. Like, <laughs> there's there's exactly, like, two things that apparently impresses my friends. Like, uh-huh. the one, one, the fact that, you know, the Pokemon company occasionally tells me things. And two, that I know the actor uh, Joe uh, Magniello on a, <laughs> like an acquaintance, not even like an acquaintance level, but I interview him several times a year about Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. And for whatever reason, some of my friends who just don't give a crap about nerdy things are just like, wait, what? It's like, oh, yeah, no, Darcy and I like have had multiple conversations with him. Like, yeah, yeah Darcy like horrified him about like snapping turtles getting their heads ripped off. <laughs> All right. They're like, this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So those are my two humble brags. That's literally all I have in terms of humble brags are those, Perfect. those two things. Nice. So back to Pokemon, <laughs> back to Pokemon. Christian, have you ever spent 67 hours trying to catch a single Pokemon? No, never. And, ever. and if you were to, would it be a Wooloo? No, it, it, it would not. <laughs> this I remember when you sent this link, and I saw it this morning. I saw it that morning on Reddit, and so the, this story is: somebody puts on Reddit. They always like to start with a shiny starter, and because in Pokemon Sword and Shield, these Pokemon are shiny locked, which means that you cannot obtain a shiny starter Pokemon from obtaining it from Leon at the beginning of the game. Yeah. So you know, I, I think you can breed them. Uh, like get a shiny through breeding. I'm not 100% sure. I'll probably get yelled at on Twitter afterwards about that. But you cannot get it through Leon. So he's like, well, I always have a shiny Pokemon starter. So I will just need to get another one. And so he spent 67 hours to collect a shiny Wooloo, which is just insane. Like one, I think at this point in time, I've put a little bit over 67 hours into this game, <laughs> but not by much. And he's just getting started. And it's like in two, it's like, oh, my God, like, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Shiny Wooloo is fantastic. It is a great shiny. It is a black sheep, mm -hmm. which is is just it's perfect. I I do like that this generation, it seems like they tried with the shinies. I think they're moving away from smooth the color palettes one color over. So, you know, I, I get that. I like shiny Wooloo. I would not spend 67 hours. I mean, I I, I actively shiny breed. Like, I, I'm a shiny hunter. That's that's my end game. I don't usually breed okay. for competitives. But, like, you know, I'll spend... I think the most I've ever spent trying to get a shiny Pokemon was maybe four or five hours. Because I'll just Masuda it. 
which is a method in which you have a foreign Pokemon. I usually try to get a foreign Ditto, and then you can breed it with a uh, Pokemon from your generation, uh, from your country, and that will increase the likelihood of getting a shiny. So I do that. I have my shiny charm. And then I just go ham on eggs. So that's that's like the most effective method, to be blunt. I've never I've I've never really gotten into shiny, mainly because I don't necessarily think I understand it mm-hmm. in the sense that like is the process basically if you just encounter the same Pokemon over and over and over and over and over yes, again. At that some is, point it will that is one method. So there's shiny so there's a couple different methods to increase your odds of getting shiny Pokemon. There's the shiny chain method. Uh there's the chain method, which if you encounter um, and defeat Pokemon of you know over and over and over again. That kind of slowly increases your odds of finding one of those shiny Pokemon in the wild. But you have to do them in a row. Like if you fight a Wooloo and you, then fight a you something can, else. I'm not sure how it goes in this generation. Okay. But in past generations, you could just run away. I think. I, I can't remember. It's been a while since I've done any of the chaining. Because I frankly, it frustrates the heck out of me. <laughs> like I, I, I used to do... I Like Sun and Moon had a really nice way... Where you know how you how Pokemon would call for help, mm-hmm. so that was kind of like your shiny chain method was you could like stack those encounters and just beat the snot out of the Pokemon that would come for help, and that would increase your odds that the next one called would be shiny. Um, so that that was a nice method, but it just takes forever, and you know, like it's a little bit easier this generation because you can switch Pokemon in and out, but before. It's like, okay, so I've exhausted all my Pokemon's, like, offensive moves. (laughs) Now what do I do? So they took away that problem. So, like, I think it's easier than ever before. And now, uh, for Pokemon Sword and Shield, the more Pokemon that you battle of a certain species, the more it increases your odds of getting a shiny Pokemon. Okay. Um, So I think that that's another way. So just by just encountering Pokemon normally, like, you don't have to necessarily chain them to get that benefit. So that adds like a base level benefit and then it further increases by shiny, uh, mm-hmm. by chain. Uh, and then there's the, then there's the nursery method that you just use. Yeah, which is frankly, it's the least painful because you can just, you know, you, you throw in a Pokemon with flame body, you get five eggs and you just start hatching them. That's mm-hmm. what I do. And then you release them or you use them as um, uh, trade bait. Yeah, so that's, that's what I do. That's what I do when I've done everything there else to do in the games i spend hours trying to hatch shiny pokemon <laughs> costumed winter pokemon are coming to pokemon go yeah well you're going to be a little disappointed jim because last week you mentioned that you i know i wanted the charmander and the charmander's not there yeah however it is a stantler so instead of having a charmander wearing a stantler costume you're getting a stantler with bells that's pretty cute yeah it is we're also getting pikachu the pikachu family wearing uh beanie winter hats they actually did a big announcement of a bunch of holiday stuff so they they basically i think their their pr person must be getting ready to go like away for the holidays, <laughs> the holidays. because they did, like a massive dump of information yesterday what um, uh when does it start the official holiday event starts the 21st uh, or the 24th, and it goes through January 1st. And okay. so during that, there will be a couple of different... So Ice-type Pokemon will show up more often. You'll have a chance of getting Shiny Snover and um, Shiny Stantler in the wild. Uh, glacial Lures will last for two hours, um, and any EV that's evolved into Glaceon uh, will no last resort. They're adding three new Pokemon, uh, Cubchoo and its evolution, Beartick, along with Trigonal. 
which is the Pokemon that's literally an, a snowflake. Mm-hmm. And Cryogonal will only appear when you use Glacial Lures. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, you'll also get like different bonuses on different days. So like on some days you'll get like catch uh, extra catch candy. On other days you'll get extra Stardust. Sometimes you'll get uh, decreased egg distances. So they're doing all that. Um, they're getting a, there's a couple of new raid Pokemon there coming. They're having a special raid weekend, uh, the weekend before Christmas, the nineteenth. Yes, like or the twentieth or whatever that weekend is. Ho and Lugia are appearing uh, in raid battles again. It's a good. It's a good end of the year. Yeah, it is. I mean, they're they're loading it up, and then the weekend after Christmas, they're doing a special winter. Uh, it's called the Winter Weekend, and quite uh, I know Regice is coming back into raids. There's so many things. They announced like six things yesterday, mm-hmm. guys. I mean, it was nuts. I was Including like, oh, the Community oh. Day. Yeah, well, the Community Day is this weekend, this right. coming weekend. They already announced that. So that's that's the big one. This is my favorite Community Day of the year because I can't always do the Community Days. <laughs> like, So this is like your big second chance. All the Pokemon that were featured in Community Days over the course of the year are coming back, they'll spawn in more, you know, spawn in greater numbers, and their shiny rates will be up. So if you didn't get Ooh. shinies of certain Pokemon, here's your chance. They come with their community, community Wait, so day so all moves. of them from the year are in yeah. this one. That all is, 11. That is cool. And then during the actual community day hours on Saturday and Sunday, they basically split it up. So like during 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Saturday, half those community day Pokemon will be spawning even more and then on Sunday, the other half will be spawning even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also uh, the the last of the Swords of Justice will be jumping into raid battles as well. So I believe that's Verizian. Big, big Pokemon Go stuff. If you've been sleeping on Pokemon Go, now is the time to play. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't played Pokemon Go in a few days, but uh, I'll be playing this weekend for sure. Competitive Pokemon rules have been announced. Yes. Da-da-da. Yes. So the VGC is back beginning on January 4th. They will be switching over to Pokemon Sword and Shield. It's mostly the same, the basically the things you'd expect. Uh, it's a doubles battle. Uh, it'll be double battles again. They've banned the three legendary Pokemon uh, and Mew from uh, competition. And uh, the other thing is they will be cycling in Gigantamax Pokemon. Uh, so right now, only a handful of Gigantamax Pokemon are available, and they will cycle in more as those Pokemon become more widely available in the games. Mm-hmm. So right now, it's basically like Snorlax, um, Centiscorch, Sandaconda, uh, Corviknight, Butterfree, and Dreadnought, mm-hmm. I think. And I think that's... And Charizard. It was weird, because earlier today, the Pokemon Company put out like another video being like, look at all these new Gigantamax Pokemon, but it's really just the, the same been in the game. Like it's, it's the messaging to me comes off a little weird where it's like, okay, I get it. Not everyone has played the game yet. People are probably getting the game on Christmas or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they can get more excited about some of the Pokemon that they're going to see, but the game has also been out. And so anyone who really wants to know about Pokemon, it's already, already knows. Yeah, I suppose, well, the, the big surprise to me was I did not realize that Sandaconda and Scorch were in that, you know, were also getting increased raids until today. Um, uh. You know, they reported on it as if that was a new thing, but apparently that's been going on since the games came out, which that's makes really, sense. That's because really I've weird done- because Scorch 
I get all the effing time. Yeah, I know. All say, the time. I, I get Santaconda constantly. Um, okay. You know, well, it's a sword. It's, you know, I get Santaconda because I play sword. You get Santa right. Scorch because you're a shield player. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I didn't realize that. I, I actually shield just, players win out on that one. Santa Scorch is way cooler than Santaconda. I mean, Santaconda, though, still has its sand spit ability. So, mm. I mean, I, I mean, I think that. You know, to to be honest, Santaconda. If you're playing as a, if you're if you want to use a weather team, I mean, Santaconda yeah. is the way to go because sure. you know you get a free setup with it. It's just dumb looking. I mean, it's it's a giant like sandstorm whirlwind that's also a snake. I like <laughs> sand. I mean, I like Santa Scorches. Like you know, it suddenly becomes like a heat coil when yeah. it sort of attacks. Yeah, that, that always it's, it's just so cool. That, that always makes me laugh. I just did a Scent of Scorch battle. I, I haven't gotten a Scent of Scorch yet, um, like a Gigantamax one. Uh, you know, I've been doing basically like daily battles, like max mm-hmm. raid battles with it. Like a buddy of mine has shield, so I'll, I'll hop into his raids all the time and I, I just can't fucking get it. Um, I have a, uh, I'm having a very, very hard time trying to get Snorlax. Mainly because like I just can't find, I either can't find raids or I can't find people. Well, you know, Jim, if you friended me, that we had this conversation last week, and I I expected like a hey, why don't you send me your friend code? I was expecting you to send me a friend code. I already have Snorlax. I already have Snorlax. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, like you know, (laughs) I, I will be more than happy to help you out with my Eternatus because that's I think who I use for Snorlax raids because I don't have any good like fighting pokemon um, to yeah. like use like really use like I've I've discovered that Surfetch not all that great. Uh, <laughs> 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 he's not I love him but he's just like he's What's really under- like my my Cinderace is like I I lo- like he's great. Um, mm-hmm. especially for a lot of the Pokemon that I find myself coming up against. And it's, if I'm not using him, I'm using Grimmsnarl. If I'm not using him, um, I is, actually use Toxelectric for whatever. Uh, Toxistry. Toxis, toxicity. Yeah, I I, uh, I, I I use him. He was like my go-to during, like, you know, my, my actual two go-tos. We'll talk about more of this in a little bit. My two go-tos in the late game were Berserker and Toxicity. Those mm. were like, that's who I use basically throughout like the, the last... 25% of the game, like yeah. all the time. Uh, so anyway, uh, last thing before we get to our deep dive for the maybe one listener that cares, Pokemon Masters has finally introduced Giovanni and Mewtwo. It's uh, one, it took longer than I would have expected them to to bring that one out, just sort of given. I would have expected, and, and I get it, there's no such thing, there's no such thing as synergy as far as these types of things go, but it would have been cool if while Pokemon Go was doing all of their Team Rocket stuff for Pokemon Masters to be like, oh, mm-hmm. we have Team Rocket stuff too. Here's Giovanni. But yeah. nobody cares. So no, I, I'm still like, I saw a stat today that like basically they're making like Pokemon Masters is making like 7,000 bucks over in the US a day. Ugh. I mean, that's that's terrible. That's not that's good. that's really bad. That's, and, like, may- that's maybe like 40 people a state you know the the issue is is that one you know the they are to their credit they are introducing some new like sync pairs but yep. they all kind of suck mm-hmm. uh they 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 only now just finally started to do like holiday so you yep. can get like a, a christmas rosa i think and a christmas somebody else too little I, too late pokemon yeah masters. it really is i'm i'm 
I'm shocked. Like, you know, DNA, um, the, the company that makes it, you know, they they know what they're doing. So like there's I, I will be fascinated to see like what the what the heck happened here. Because to, supposed- to me, it feels like that they thought the Pokemon brand by itself would have been big enough to keep the game going without really understanding what it is about the Pokemon brand that people like. Yeah, and I just think that honestly, focusing on the trainers was more of a mistake than they thought. Like, you know, yeah. like it'd be just because like I liked I liked the trainers. Like I thought it was cool that they were bringing back some of, you know, the trainers, but Right, but that's it, but that's maybe 10. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I was about to say I I truly did not care about the majority of the trainers that they brought into the game and they're holding back too many of the good ones. Like you still can't get red. Yeah. You still can't get Stephen Stone. You still can't get uh, Cynthia. Like these are the trainers. Like I like I don't care about some random elite four member from like Pokemon Black. <laughs> like I don't. Like I couldn't even name some of these guys. Like you know, seriously. True. Like I'd have to look it up. Like no one cares about people like Lieutenant Surge and stuff. Stop. Like that. <laughs> Stop it. Everyone cares about the original gyms. My yeah. original gym favorite is Lieutenant Surge. I don't know. I can't. I don't even think I have a favorite original gym person, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Koga, just because he's a ninja. But I thought they were all kind of tools. Like, to be honest, like, I, I, I really, I can't remember. Like, because they were just like all they, they were like, okay, character designs to beat him up. And then you never saw him again. <laughs> I don't know. That's fair. That's. That's how all the early games were. And that's, I think. Now I'm going to put a call out to the listeners to let us know what their favorite Gen 1 gym trainer was, gym leader was. I'm actually curious to see what the the results come back as. Well, I'm curious to see if it's how many of those fans have a favorite because of the anime. Because the anime actually gave some of those gym leaders personalities. Yeah, that's true. Wow. You know, the the games, they, they really didn't. Yeah. You know, they have like three I would say, lines. I mean, I would say Surge had the same personality in the game that he did in. He was very intense. Surge was, I think that's why I like Surge very much. He was intense. You could yeah. feel his intensity. But he was like, an, oh, your Pikachu is weak. He has an, a Thunderstone. That's the only way your Pikachu is going <laughs> to beat true. up my Raichu. I, I remember that. They were like, you need to evolve your Pokemon. And Ash's like, I'm not evolving my Pikachu. He's like, no, this is the first gym battle that I actually need to like do something bad. <laughs> 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 that's true there is there is a bit of there he is a little problematic when it comes to the pushing the whole ev- evolve thing yeah um but but oh well all right i want to i just want to start talking more about sword and shield because i'm yeah uh, i'm at the point like i've beaten the game now and so let's when we get back more on our walkthrough of sword and shield and we'll tell you what the best end game pokemon are and uh why the dragon gym is kind of dumb when we get back. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your 
time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Okay, so I have finished the game. Both Congratulations. The championship and that really weird end, end part. The post game is great. The post game is really. Different. It's, it's like so, I, so weird. We're not talking about that just yet, but it is really, <laughs> really weird. Okay, so we left off uh, basically on the way to Opal, uh, mm-hmm. having to go through Glimwood Tang- uh, Tangle, and to to get to Balonia, which is how I assume that's how it's pronounced. I, I think it's Ball and Leah, but meh. They're, they're never going to tell us. We'll have they're to find this out when like right. the anime gets it's there in like yeah, in two years. years. <laughs> <laughs> um, to me, this was one of the... There were a, a lot of wow moments from just a design standpoint in the game. Mm-hmm. To me, this was the first like, whoa. Kind yeah. of like it was the, the forest leading up to it and, and then the town itself was just gorgeous from a light from everything from lighting from design all of it i thought was really really well done it was so freaking cool and i really you know the the one thing that i'll note about pokemon sword and shield and i don't know if this was like a deliberate thing or if this was just a like oh god we're running out of time thing they have two really cool cities Mm-hmm. That you spend almost no time in. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like Bonlia and Spike Myth um are both like really interesting from a lore standpoint. Uh-huh. Um, and from like a personality standpoint. And you do nothing in them. Like Bonlia, <laughs> like, you know, uh the the only thing the only other thing you do in Bonlia besides like go to the gym is, you know, this is you know, it ties into your ghost girl. Uh, your ghost girl mission that you get this time around but yeah like it's it's gorgeous it's it's mm, honestly the coolest part of yeah. the galar region like from a pure aesthetic standpoint if you haven't gotten there yet and obviously we should we should say spoilers obviously are incoming so if you haven't yeah. gotten to this part of the game turn back and come back but it Everything from like, just even like the forest and the the you know the fairy type Pokemon and stuff that you, you'd come up against is is just really really cool. Like just like a look, even the music, you know, mm-hmm. the, the soundtrack, even for that area, I just thought was was incredibly well done. And it's paired with a very cool eccentric old lady gym trainer oh yeah opal opal is the best um <laughs> her her moment where she like basically kidnaps speed is probably <laughs> yeah. like the most personality i think i've ever seen any pokemon game have like yeah. you know like like i get some of the complaints about like the pokemon game but i do feel that the gym leaders actually play a role in the story this they time do. around. Like every single in one the, of them it, during the leading up to the championship, during the championship, and even and even in the post game. Like you know this this is what I'm talking about. Like when Pokemon Masters comes out with these guys, like yeah, yeah. I'd I'd be into that 
it's yeah. too late now. Like, you know, but <laughs> but it's, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was really cool because you meet Opal before heading to her gym. Yeah. And at first, I thought she was going to be like just this weird, creepy old lady socialite cat lady type, but with fairy type Pokemon. And instead, she's more like a she's a big theater nerd, like a big theater nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or like or like even she reminds me of. Uh, did you see John Wick three? No. Okay. Well, there's a, a part in John Wick three where he basically goes back to where he grew up from. And it's an old Russian lady who, uh, trains a bunch of ballerinas in addition to assassins. And she basically sits in the audience <laughs> and, you know, shouts at them to, to, to be better and all that jazz. And so that's, to me, that's immediately what I thought, uh, I thought of when I saw walked into Opal's gym and all that. And her gym challenge is, is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I like little, that you get boosts, like you get buffs or debuffs based on if you answer the <laughs> questions wrong. It takes me off. Like her questions during the battle where she's like, what's my favorite color? And it's like, it's, it's pink. She's like, Oh, actually I like purple. And then she debuffs your Pokemon. It's like, you suck. You're the worst. Like, what is this nonsense? Yeah. Like I am going to kill you. Yeah, it is. That, it's basically, it's that moment from Monty Python where <laughs> they're, they have to answer the questions to get across the bridge. And that's, that's basically what it is, what this uh, is. It's it's a great gym battle. Like yeah. I, I I like this gym. I like this gym, and the 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 subsequent one, the Surchester gym, where you have to go and um, you can't see anything and oh, you're trying to avoid the pits. I cannot believe you liked that. That was so <laughs> frustrating. Okay. I, real, I on, real real quick last last note on Opal. I had just picked up my Impidimp, and I guess I, I forget what Impidimp's middle evolution name is. Um, no, I but can't. I can't remember. Either. I trained it up to basically that point, and that was. Um, and I thought, oh man, this is going to be what what I need for it. And it turns out, no, that wasn't what I needed for it. Uh, but she's a fairly easy gym trainer to fight once you finally get yeah. to her. Um, but more, uh, it's more grim, more grim. That's it. But it's but it's cool because Opal is a character that that sticks with you probably the most. Mm-hmm throughout the entire game, especially because of the relationship that she inevitably has with uh, Bede. But, okay, moving on to the next gym, uh, which was the Churchester gym puzzle with the pits. (laughs) So if you haven't gotten there yet, the gym puzzle is you cannot see. They give you this tool that is supposed to vibrate or would give a signal or whatnot if you get too close to an edge. The thing doesn't work. It does not work. And so you were basically blindly trying to find the right path, memorizing what path to go before you fall into a pit. And there's no avoid. Like sometimes you can avoid the other gym trainers in certain gyms. There were no avoiding gym trainers in this one. So be prepared to fight. But holy, I want to say a ton of bad words. I could not stand it. It was so frustrating. So, so quick question. Since uh, it was an ice gym for you. Yep. Was it snow that was covering? It was snow. Okay. So yep. in sword, it was like a sandstorm, and it was like right. sand pits and stuff like that. Right. So, so you had Gordy, and I had Melanie. I'll I'll I'll, I'll say this. I freaking hate Gordy. Gordy. <laughs> everything about Gordy like annoys me. I've never been happier. Just the pound. So the I know nothing stuff. about Gordy. What kind of person is Gordy? He um, goes and he reminds me of uh, Pat McAfee uh, okay. from, you know, from ESPN. And he, he is a bro. 
Uh, mm-hmm. He's got sunglasses. He's got this like bro haircut, um, <laughs> and he is the worst. Like, and then like you know, I find out that like Melanie is his mom. Oh, and, really? Yeah. Which um, I was not aware that Melanie was that old. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either. Yeah. I was like, oh, man. I mean, and for for one. Wait, is that something you learn in the game? Yeah. Yeah. If you I take mean, a, if you get once if you there's... once you read their rare league cards, it talks oh. about. Um, yeah, that's that's something that's in the games. And like, yeah, I, I wasn't aware of that, too, until a reader pointed it out to me. Um, but I was like, oh, Oh, like one, like, and like Melanie's kind of like, you know, I was like, you know, this is kind of like a body positive thing. Like Melanie, you know, mm-hmm. she's, she's not a skinny twig, like 95% of yep. women in the Pokemon universe. Um, but you, you know, can tell that she, she's a bit of a social light in a way. Yeah, she's she very elegant. Very, she's got like yep. a cloak and like the babushka. And a uh, big like fur, like scarf. Yeah. And she gave birth to a Tonga bleed. Uh, so okay so here is a here's a weird little logic thing that uh you know i i can't you know like when we talk about this all the time when you squint too hard games make no sense i don't understand how the two games that take place in the same world have different gyms in the same cities uh like like if you could like if you if the city still existed but in one game you were allowed to go fight and whatnot and you couldn't access a gym in another game. To me, that would make more sense, but it makes no sense to have the same gym with different, completely different trainers. It's, it's, it's very clearly alternate universes. You know, they, they established but it's not alternate universes. I mean, what's going to happen when they come up, when they come up across them in the, in the anime and, and all that. But that that is actually an excellent question. I mean, <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe maybe they'll just have ten gems. <laughs> I mean, like Ash. I don't even know if like Ash is going to compete in a Pokemon league in this anime. To be That's honest, true. like he's 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 a research. You know, I I don't I don't know if he's a he's a Pokemon champion now. He doesn't need these like leagues. Okay, you know? but let's but let's say let's say he goes to Chinchester. Who is he going to interact with? Gordy or Melanie? It'll probably be both of them because That's he's trying to be like, who is this awful like <laughs> man child and this like beautiful woman? Okay. Oh God, they're related. <laughs> uh all right. So anyway, so that's Chinchester. It's uh, again, that's a, th- that gym puzzle was, oh my God, the worst. I just liked, wait. So, so then was your lead up to that gym? A a sand type approach. Yeah, it, it was it was sand. It was all oh, it was okay. all like sand pits and like a sandstorm instead of a snowstorm. I did not have any problems with the mazes. I got through all of them on my first go around using then, that stupid tool. That stupid tool doesn't work. It, it worked fine for me. I yeah. I will say that uh, my wife was watching it on the big screen as I was playing this, and she she like basically agreed with you. She's like. This would be the most frustrating thing in the world. <laughs> she, I was like, "You're not even playing this game." She's My like, "This God, thing I sucks. hated it so much." <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, so moving on. I forget the, the name of the next town. Uh, after that, we go to Spike Myth. Right, Spike Myth. Okay, so Spike Myth, where uh, you realize that's where Marnie is from, who has been mm-hmm. sort of 
awkwardly challenging you every so often. Team Yell follows her around. You can't really tell if she's good or bad yet, just because. I mean, you know, she's, she's she's good. She like, she's she wonder- has good intentions, but her association her association with Team Yell. You mm-hmm. still like at this point, you know, if you haven't sort of already been hit over the head a million times with the fact that Chairman Rose is the bad guy <laughs> in this Actually game. The bad guy. Um, you know that that maybe yell it you know is up to something and that Marnie is uh, a part of it at some point. But it, but it is here when you realize that no, Marnie is actually really cool, and the town that she's from is in a shipping container. <laughs> from what I can tell, so, a large shipping container that's on the coast. So I was trying to figure out what city this was supposed to be. Uh-huh. You know, so like, you know, you flip around England and you kind of like look around. It's like, okay, what is this supposed to be? And I can't decide if this is supposed to be like Liverpool. I mean, <laughs> I think this is supposed to be Liverpool. I mean, That's given like, the team yell of it all, it makes sense. Yeah, that that was kind of my thought because like originally Spike Myth, I thought like, oh, maybe they're talking about Bournemouth, which Bournemouth. That's actually the Premier League team that I uh-huh. I support. I'm okay. I'm a supporter of the most obscure freaking Premier League team in the in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like no, Bournemouth like is a resort town. Like yeah, it's yeah. got like some shipping stuff. But I'm like I'm pretty sure this supposed to be Liverpool because it's got the <laughs> musical thing going. You know, yeah. Liverpool has the big you know it had it had the big like music scene with the Beatles, and I think it had like you know some ties to the punk movement and yeah. Team Yell is a bunch of punks. Um, so I'm pretty sure this is supposed to be a Liverpool. And that just but you get there and like the gate to Spike Mouth is closed. Yeah, because Team Yell doesn't want anyone getting through. So therefore, Marnie is the only person that qualifies. Right. Is, is, is their reasoning there. And then it's at that point that you find out that the other thing that really sucks about this, like Spike Myth, like fantastic aesthetic, like run downtown. <laughs> it's literally it's it's a it's a hallway. So you get to the town, you can heal up <laughs> right. your Pokemon, and then there's like a little booth like, oh, gym challenges this way. And then you walk <laughs> through the city's one street, you get a couple of Team Yellow encounters, and then you show up at like a basketball, like an outdoor basketball court and fight the gym leader. I'll tell you what it feels like, though. It felt like playing. It felt like a take on Streets of Rage, you know, <laughs> where it looked like it's that very much that side scrolling kind of adventure. Yeah. And there's people popping out of uh, doors and dark alleys and they're like, hey, I'm going to fight you. And then you do your your fights. And whatnot. But it reminded me of Streets of Rage, my, especially my- when you get to the end or like and because all of the end fights either end up in a bar or in like a caged <laughs> basketball court. My my favorite part about that sequence actually was when like the the uh, normal Mister Mime suddenly shows up and like blocks your path and you're like, what are you doing here, you non Galarian Mister Mime? And then you turn around, there's Team Yell members like, oh, we set a trap for you. And it's like, oh, like why are you why you're not even the right species, Mister Mime? You're not a dark type Pokemon. <laughs> what are you doing here? Like, yeah, it's. It's weird. It's really weird. Uh, But now I'm having a total brain fart on who the gym leader's name is. And it's really Uh, Lars, I think. Right. right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Pierce. It's Pierce. Pierce. Yeah. Pierce. Okay. So, but but it's really, but it's really, okay. So this, this whole town, like it's, it's very dark. Like it looks like that they cannot see the sky. Like the, the impression I get is that it is literally a town inside a shipping container, which I know makes absolutely no sense. It could be. I mean, I'm 
it, especially with like that front door, like the front door, it is really, really weird. It's and a garage. It's like a garage. It's, it's just like a big <laughs> garage that this entire town is in. Okay. So then you finally get to Pierce and then you realize that Pierce is Marnie's o- older brother and he's mm-hmm. a punk rocker. And that's why team yell, you know, team yell loves both of them. Yeah. 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 And then, you know, and then Pierce ends up being a, a very, you know, another a big character that becomes a very big part of the game uh, that helps you sort of down the line. I think yeah, yeah he's a, a pretty cool kind of, you know, low key guy. He's got a really cool look. His Pokemon are exactly what you uh, would expect them to be. And, uh, and then you move on. But again, like the, the, the two towns that we just talked about, you literally spend, there's no side thing you need to do. There's n- none of that. You just go in, heal your Pokemon up. Fight the gym and leave. Yeah, uh, I mean, I get it. Given you know the importance that those two characters kind of hold in the later parts of the game, uh, but really, it's just like, okay. yeah, it's it's odd. It it really is strange from like a just like how they built how 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 this game was designed. Like the second half of the Galar region just feels very empty. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, outside the wild area, which mind you, that's now all I do. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. I, I, I haven't left the wild area in literally weeks. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I have not probably since this game physically came out, I've been in the wild area. I yeah. only go into like Modestoke or, um, I, I can't f- remember what the other gym, the other. The other no, I always is. just go to the meeting spot just to heal my Pokemon. Yeah, like I, I, I yeah, those are the only two places <laughs> I go to. Is I'm just in those, those Pokemon centers all the time, and you know, because it has everything you need. It's true, it does. Yeah. So after after Spike Mouth, you head back to Hammerlock. Yes, right? Hammerlock. Yeah, yeah you go back to Hammerlock, and you can fight um, Rayhan. Rayhan, the non-dragon dragon Dragon user. Like, let me tell you something. One, (laughs) I built a glorious team that was solely meant to counter dragon-type Pokemon. (laughs) Like, it was great. It had fairies. It had ice. Like, you know, it was... I I put a lot of work into Uh, doing this. Okay? And then, then, this this MF'er... You know, shows up with the ground team. Like I think, like his his Gigantamax Pokemon is like Duraludon, which I guess is a dragon type. Yeah. You know, but it's like you're you're running around. And you're just like, oh. it's just crazy because most of this guy's Pokemon and Christian. Maybe why don't why don't you pull them up so we can sort of go yeah. through who he's got? But most of his Pokemon, if I remember correctly, are dragon is the secondary type for yeah. almost all of them, with the exception of maybe Hexorus, who I just hate in general. He has a Haxorus, right? I think he does. So let me I let hate me take Haxorus a... in general. So like, no, not in the first battle. He oh, does. He does uh, in the he, second. He doesn't. No, he doesn't on any of them. So oh. okay. So in the first battle, this uh, this this me. is what I'm talking about here. He shows up with a Gigalith. That's a rock <laughs> type. Yep. He shows up with a Flygon, which is ground secondary type dragon. Yep. Then he throws a Santaconda, which you know that's a pure ground type, mm-hmm. and he finishes things off with a Dural Ludon, which he Gigantamaxes. So you know this entire this entire team is built around. He, he runs a sand team. It's a weather. It's a weather team that he runs. Yeah. It's a doubles weather team because that's the other thing you have to do a stupid effing weather battle against this knob. 
Um, <laughs> but like, also, coming into this gym, all you hear about Rayhan is how strong of a dragon type poker Pokemon trainer he is. Yeah, they're like Rayhan, the number, the the strongest dragon type trainer we've ever seen, and blah blah. And his dragons are so great. And then you get there, and there's one and a half dragons. Yeah, I was about to say. And here's the other thing: like of of the sixteen moves that his Pokemon carry in this initial battle, two of them, two of them are dragon types, and they're both <laughs> the same freaking move. He only has breaking swipe. What a letdown. Like, and, and his, at least his, like, his actual league team, he, he runs a team that's Torkoal, which is fire. He has yeah. Gudra, which, you know, that's pure dragon. Turtonator, which is a fire dragon. Flygon, which is a ground dragon. And Duraludon, which is a steel dragon. So that, that one's a little bit better. Right. You know, that, that's an actual dragon team. A dragon team with three dragon moves instead of two. Um, but, you know, like, yeah, I get it. You know, you have a lot, you want to have a lot of moves because your coverage and blah, 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 all that stuff. But this guy, this guy, like, if he was the unbeatable Leon's, you know, main rival, no wonder Leon is a freaking chump. Like, he's a cakewalk. Also, I would like to repeat, Leon should be in prison. Let's kind of toss that one out there because we'll, we will cover more no, on next week's episode, I will lay out my case for why Leon should be behind bars. The it's it's funny, and like I said, we'll talk about this more next week because I think the I the there's a, a number of things about the the championship which I really really liked, and uh, and then we'll go into the really awful end game. But no, but I think like the first three gyms were super easy, kind of mm-hmm. like you would expected. The middle gyms were uh, were fine. Uh, the last, the last three, kind of a cakewalk, uh, but I get it given the way and the changes that they make for yeah, it, the, it, the final, the finals and all that. It makes sense in that you know these gym challenges are t- are they. This is the first I did like. This is the first game which specifically addresses the fact that some of these gyms are way too easy. It's like okay, why mm. is why is this gym leader running around with level nine Pokemon? <laughs> and the the answer is because it's deliberate. He's del- yeah. de- you know he has a real team. He's just not using them. Like yeah. I I actually appreciated they finally took care of one of the big gaping plot holes in the Pokemon franchise, which are how are these the eight strongest trainers when I can like crush them with my level twenty Pokemon mm-hmm. like. Yeah, and so the answer is it's it's a deliberate process. Yep. They're trying to weed people out. Yep. They yeah, they know their place in the grand scheme of things, and they know that they are the first gym to go. Like there is, you don't do these gyms out of order; you do them in the right order. Mm-hmm. And because of that, uh, they are they are how they are. Uh, real quick, let's talk about some of the best end game Pokemon uh, for you to have, sort of in this last stretch. Yeah. Uh, of things. And obviously, you know, Grim Snarl is one that we've talked about over and over and over and over again. But mm-hmm. he really is like, if he is not on your team, I do not know what, like, what you're doing because yeah. he is good for, for what you need in the game and like for the, the challenges that the game puts up against you. Grim Snarl, you will use him one at least once every big battle that you come up against yeah the only time that you really don't use grim snarl is uh during you know your fight against rose and his like henchmen because rose runs a steel team yeah. and you know he's weak against that but yeah otherwise once 
Grimstar was in my team, like he stayed there. Like, yeah. you know, I, I had I had Impidimp in my team, instant permanent addition. He's got a great diverse moveset, um, yep. can do a lot. Um, I, I really like Grimmsnarl. Um, another one I really liked uh, is Colossal. Yeah, um, me too. I, you know, he was another one where between the fact that, you know, whenever he gets hit by a water move, like he's bulky enough that he can survive a lot of water attacks. And mm-hmm. also, you do not run into a lot of water Pokemon in this game. You don't. Um, like, I'm shocked by that. And he's he's a fire... He's a fire rock, so you know he he suffers from the fact where he's quadruply, you know, he's got a double weakness to water types, but his speed goes up significantly, yeah. and so I you just, can get hits in even mm-hmm. if like you're on the ropes. Yeah. So what I did a lot with Colossal was, you know, he would be my starter, uh, yeah. my 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 starter Pokemon in a lot of battles when I just didn't know who I was going up against. Because I could throw Tar Shot on them, which lowers their speed, makes them weak to fire, and then I'd hit them with. Uh, I I was mainly using Fire Press at that point, mm. um, and you know that you know because see I, other- I used Flame Charge quite a bit uh, to really get the speed there. Yeah, um, and and then ended up using um, fl- Flame Press. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one where he jumps up and lands. Well, he's, on. yeah, he's so heavy that you know unless you're going up against like some really big bruisers, like you know, and yeah. also you know the reason I like Tar Shot is it makes Pokemon, no matter what their typing is, it makes them weak to fire types. Yeah. So it makes that heat press that much, much more useful. Um, so yeah, I really like, you know, Colossal. He just has a really good setup for, you know, an in-game setup. I, I haven't really seen too many competitive builds with him because I think that, you know, his his quadruple weakness to water just really, yeah, mm-hmm. really is a killer. Um, but I'm sure somebody, somebody will get smart and figure out a way to use him. Yeah. Um, then the last one is uh, Dragapult, um, which you know is your le- it's your pseudo legendary ghost dragon. Where you do know, you find Dragapult? Uh, the Lake of Outrage. So you have to evolve him from either a Dreepy or uh, whatever the middle evolution is. Um, so you can only find him in certain weather conditions. Yeah. Um, I think, but yeah, I I got a Dragapult and I really like him because he's super fast. Um, you know, he he could hit a little bit harder. His um, his attack and special attack aren't super great, but he's so fast and. Yeah. Uh, I love his design because he has two Dreepy. So he's basically a stealth bomber. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a stealth bomber with a body hanging off. And he has two <laughs> Dreepies that are, like, nestled into his missile-like yeah. base. And he, he shoots them out. Cool I, I absolutely love it. I was like, I want this Pokemon. Like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I shall make it mine. So that's the other one that like, and he's got good coverage. I mean, Ghost Dragon, you know, we haven't seen one of those. I don't think ever. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think if Giratina is a Ghost Dragon or not. He might be. I can't remember. I also used, and now I'm forgetting his name because I I didn't use him that much, but the um, Bug Psychic. The, or the Psychic. Yeah, Or Beetle. I used Or Beetle quite a bit um, in on my team uh, it was kind of a, a backup for me hmm. in, in a number of situations, really mainly for the, he was basically my psychic go-to, mm-hmm. but it's funny. Uh, you know, the bug type has its very obvious weaknesses, but yeah. they're weaknesses you don't really come across as far yeah. as like in the battles, as the battles go 
in the game. And so he actually is a, a pretty good sort of ringer to have on the team uh, because, the, like I said, the psychic types are great. And then if you've got something that's weak against bug, uh, he's got some pretty strong bug type moves, which mm-hmm. uh, I appreciated. Um, yeah, no, Orbital. Orbital was a, a weird one uh, for me. Um, like, I liked him, but, you know, I just didn't really have a good spot. And I was really trying to make Hatterene work. Mm. Hatterene doesn't really work. No. Um, I mean, Hatterene, okay, so Hatterene, there's probably a competitive use for Hatterene uh, in that uh, Hatterene is so slow uh, that Pokemon will be viable in Trick Room teams. Uh, but in terms of the game, I just couldn't really do much with with Hatterene. I was a yeah. little bit disappointed by by that Pokemon. Yeah. And it's really bizarre design that reminded me of inappropriate things. I uh, I had I already had a, a number of I didn't need any more fire Pokemon on my team, mm-hmm. but I really did. Like I tried Scorch out a little bit and, and it was weird because I found myself really beginning to build a bug type team uh, <laughs> at one point uh, because I had that, that fairy, bu- the fairy bug for a while. And, okay. and I was just, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, I was like, I had that. And then I had Orbeetle and then I had sent a scorch on my team for a bit. And I was like, what the hell am I doing? I am that weird bug trainer that you come across in the early part of the, the games. Like, oh, no, no, I can't have that. There's but, Jim running around with uh, in shorts <laughs> yeah, and with a yeah. net. <laughs> uh, but it was just, it was, it was, I just thought I found the industry because like they're, they're the moves that they were sort of coming with and some of the things that they were able to do. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I quickly sort of, eh, quickly, but I inevitably as I got further and further into the game, I found better Pokemon, but usually how it goes. Usually how it goes. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we'll stop there and we'll go to the fact of the week and we'll uh, close this baby out. Okay. Uh, so uh, we're continuing our jaunt uh, down the Pokedex. Uh, mm-hmm. So we're talking about Ekans uh, this week. There's a couple of like cool little factoids that I found out about Ekans. Uh, the One of the big ones, uh, well, actually, this one is about Arbok. This is not the book of fact of the week. Uh, so, but I just thought this is a cool little trivia fact. Arbok it has different in the early Pokemon games. Arbok has different faces in every game. Uh, so, like, it, it actually has like oh. two or three variant faces, and it gets mm-hmm. referenced in its Pokedex entry. So that's a cool little factoid that I didn't realize until today. However, cool. the actual the actual Pokemon fact of the week is so weirdly enough, Ekans, while it's a poison type Pokemon, has no teeth. Why yep. is that? I have no idea. Uh, I always be- wondered about that. Uh, the reason why is because uh, it isn't actually it's an egg eating snake. Uh, so uh, egg uh, literally actual egg eating snakes do not have uh, they don't have teeth uh, so that they can swallow the egg whole. Uh, so instead and, you know, Ekans, his his uh, their, its design is actually based on this. It detaches its jaw and it eats Pidgey and Swallow uh, and uh, Sparrow uh, Spiro eggs. Uh, full um, like that. That's actually in its Pokedex that's entry. Cool. It's an actual egg eating snake. Uh, so the weird factoid about egg eating snakes, by the way, because apparently I'm just turned into a biologist this moment. <laughs> um, is so while they don't have snakes uh, or while they don't have teeth, uh, they do have these ridges on the inside part of its spine. So mm-hmm. as that egg uh, goes down its body, 
that's how the egg gets like broken. That's how it breaks eggshells is with these like spines in the inside of its of its actual uh, like they're they're actually like spikes on the inside of its spine, and those that's are the cool. equivalents to its teeth. Yeah, it's really freaking weird. Huh. Um, but yeah, so that's why that's why Ekans has no no teeth. Arbok nice. does because it's a cobra. <laughs> <laughs> Easy peasy. Uh, all right, let's get to uh, some uh, reviews and then we'll close this baby up. So if you uh, leave us a five star review on iTunes and we read it on the air, not only uh, will you feel cool that you had your review read on uh, on the show, but we will also send you a free Pokemon, uh, not Pokemon, we'll send you a free comicbook.com t shirt um, free of charge. So, uh, this one is from Mr. Intensity. It's, uh, simply amazing. I want to say, uh, I want to say, hi, crew. I'm 21, I'm 29 years old and I was really out of Pokemon in general because I was not motivated enough to even watch anything Pokemon related. But thanks to you guys, I found my passion for Pokemon all over again and how, and how. Uh, I feel like a kid watching the 90s cartoon playing and, doing the playing card games. I even took my Nintendo SP from the dusty old box to play Fire Red. Now, I'm uh, being so into Pokemon that I finished Pokemon Shield plus completed the 400 decks and never was more excited to finish a decks in my life. But you guys are amazing. And the only sad part about the new gen is we did not have the best rock-type Pokemon of all time, Geodude. So back off, because you got another Geodude fan. Geodude 2020, baby. Hurrah! Thank there you, Mr. Intensity. There are apparently two of you in existence. Exactly. Uh, apparently more than that because uh, Geodude was also on Jeopardy. Anyway, uh, next one. This is a short one. Good stuff from Mudkip14. I tried to come up with a complaint, but nothing happened. Yeah. That was, uh, that was very, very, very good. Uh, and this one is from Mr. Clean 157 I've only been listening to a couple, uh, listening since a couple of weeks before the release of Sword and Shield, but it's now, uh, this is one of my favorite podcasts. I look forward to hearing the news updates and opinions from the group each week, and the Pokemon facts from Christian are just a ton of fun. This is now a highlight of my Thursdays, and I can't wait for all the episodes to come. P.S. Dracofish is an adorable abomination. Yes, yes. And by the way... Uh, it was pointed out to me that yesterday in my uh, last week in my sleepy haze, I kept saying Arctifish uh, when I meant Dracovish. Dracovish is the adorable abomination that will also be a beast in competitive play. Uh, my apologies. I didn't get enough sleep last week. <laughs> so uh, if you would like your opportunity, an opportunity to get a free comicbook.com t-shirt, all you gotta do is, like I said, head over to iTunes, five-star review, and we'll read it on the air. We don't do them every week. We do them. Sometimes we let some of them stack up, and we'll do them from time to time. And please allow us three to four weeks to get the shirts out, uh, get to the process of getting mail out of here is a bit of a process. So anyway, this show, if you're new, subscribe. Subscribe any way you can on uh, if you listen, have a podcast app that aggregates a bunch of all your podcasts, you can do it there. If you just do iTunes or the podcast app there, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere that you can get podcasts, this show is. So uh, feel free to hit us up uh, whenever, wherever. You could also listen to the, the podcast on the site in any of our anime or gaming stories. So check that out. If you want to get in touch with us on uh, Twitter, you can find me at Jim Viscardi. And you can find me at Seahoffer Seabus. And if you wanted to get in touch with Megan, who is not here today, uh, Megan Peters CB at Twitter. Just just at her just for fun. <laughs> just be like, hey, where were you? Yeah. Like, we missed you. Yeah, whatever. Uh, anyway, that's all the time we got for today. Next week is going to be a doozy in the deep dive because, like I said, that end game, if you haven't gotten there yet, 
it's really weird. <laughs> will uh, will next week be our last episode of the year since uh, you know, we've got Christmas and New Year's coming up? Is Christmas on a Wednesday? It is. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe next week may be the last one for the year. We'll see. We'll figure it out. <laughs> and if you're listening to this in 2022, uh, maybe we figured it out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned next week right? for more could answers. You, could you just imagine someone coming coming across this you know, podcast three years from now wanting to start from the beginning and be like, wow, they really had a dilemma of uh, trying to figure out if they were going to do another episode the it's week like, of Christmas. It's like, oh, man, I, I have to immediately skip to the next episode <laughs> to find out what happens. <laughs> All right, folks, we'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.